I hit the record button. Well, we're recording live today. You're next. Yes. Not televised. Uh, yeah, no. No, we're not televised. Do you want to know why? Because we don't have a camera? Uh, because we're not being filmed by a camera. We have a camera. Is it still called filmed if you don't use film? It's a good question. It's your generation. I think nowadays people just say recorded. Recording? It's not being video recorded. Right, it is not being video recorded. Correct, but we do have video recording devices. Your phone? Sure, there's one. We have some in our facility here as well, but we're the point is is we're actually a listening podcast and not a viewing podcast. An audio podcast. Otherwise, we would be a a vlog. No. There's blogs and then there's vlogs. No, vlogs. Vlog. Excuse me. Excuse me. So are you really ready, uh, Troy uh, Garrett? No, I'm not ready. Oh, I'm supposed to say Reverend Troy Garrett because no, you had not. your ordination no, service not. and everything Sunday. But anyway. And, but friends can just call him RTG. Anyway. So that's for the um, Reverend Troy Garrett. So in the house today we have the honorable, most highly esteemed RTG in the house. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm still working that out. Okay. Here you go. I'm going to read something. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm nervous. Good. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth and it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So, Troy, here you go. I want you to tell me one and two. What is the best thing the church is doing today, in your opinion? And what is the thing that we are absolutely doing the worst? Go. Wow. Um, the best thing? One and one. Know this and this and this. In your opinion, with your age, with your experiences, what is the best thing that the church is doing today? Not our local church, just if you were to answer that in general. I think, and what is the yeah. absolutely worst thing? Or you can say the thing that we have to absolutely uh, correct. I think the best thing we're doing is I think we're excellent at what we do. Really? Yes. Define um, that. I've gotten like, into some pretty really, good discussions with that have, with people. What's excellence? We have beautiful buildings. We have beautiful music. Every Christian we church in the world today? Not everyone, but most. I, most? There are, there, there are a lot. Oh, there um, might be a lot, but on a percentage I think, scale. Oh, see, now we're going to cross paths again, but that's anyway, okay. You think that's excellence? What, that's what I think it is. I don't I think, think buildings are a sign of excellence necessarily. But anyway, that's just my answer. My Wait, answer is I think we do excellence well. Well, this is how I chew up your answers. Remember? I've, have you been to storefront churches before? 
No. You know what a storefront church is? Yes. Man, you need to go to some. Um, I've been to some. As soon as we can, so I'm going to take a trip to New York City again with some people I do think, some missions I think work churches, there. I think churches are doing really well because, like, in what they do because they're using the best that they have. Churches aren't like, most churches are not really well off when it comes to money. But they're doing the best they can. Well, that's a different. That's so I a think whole different explanation. I, I just said it's excellent. But you said their buildings are excellent, and I'm like, I've been to a lot of churches in this yes, country. Yes, but and you also didn't are... let me. You also didn't let me finish. No, I just cut you off at the knees. Cut, exactly, you cut me Bam. off. Bam. So I think we're doing things like what we do. I think. And it's now excellent. that you're RTG, you're gonna fight back. And now. To answer your Don't second laugh. question. You're trying not to laugh right now. No, I'm not laughing. I know. That, there wasn't a giggle either. RTG. Anyway. Don't call you RTG or call you RTG. Uh, Mama Linda can call me RTG. Okay. so I can't deny Mama Linda. Excellence. You're going to define excellence. What are they doing excellent at? Because I don't buy that they're all doing excellent at buildings. I say that a handful are, but I've been to a lot of churches doing excellent, and buildings is not their forte. Okay. So what are they doing excellent at? So so are you asking me to go by one by one? I don't know. Or just, just what I think in general? You said they're doing excellent. That's, yeah. that's pretty big. Not every church is doing everything excellently. Okay, what's the one thing you see the church doing excellent in your world lens today? Music. Music, Okay. Very good. Let's unpack that. Why? Uh, because it's been, in my experience, I haven't seen Christian music in the mainstream like it is now. Yeah, but now I got to hit you below the belt. Okay. Because I'm okay with that response. Like, I can sort you can, of. You can hear, you can hear songs. Why am I like okay? you can you can hear Christian songs on the back of TikTok videos? Why am I okay with that song with that response? Sort of. You should know one of the two reasons. You should, you should maybe know both reasons. But I like that you said that. I don't disagree with you. We're 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 firing all cylinders and putting out music, but but there's some aspects we're not. Meaning. Um, how about our conversation earlier? But like, but, uh, but, but you struggled with the CCLI top 100 list that you were reviewing. Okay. Why? Because there's mostly white people on there. And that's music. So we're doing excellent that, with our product, but are we Hold missing on. some things? But that doesn't mean that the music that we're putting out is bad. Okay. Well, what about the other thing I always like to poke at like the lyrics you know the me songs the god loves me the god gives me the god provides for me the god's there for me the god saves me the the god who knows me the god it's me mm-hmm. thank you lord to sing about me because you're the god of me la di da di thank you lord so me, for what you've done for me, me even if it's at the expense of someone else who even loved me because you took care of me and you put me ahead of the other one who you didn't take care of. That reminds me of the, you know, if 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 Christians on 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 in sports are praying for their team 
to win. So let me then let me finish. How, how do you explain to the team who didn't win when they pray just as hard? Does that mean God's picking sides? <laughs> I mean, you have Bible verses that make it seem like God picks sides. Okay, so anyways, you know I'm just like, trying to. He gave he gave to the one five and the other three and the other one one. So music is anyway. Music's jamming. You're liking music. So let me finish. Let let me go to the because. My answer to your second question? No, 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 no. Well, we got to keep no. tearing this one apart. No, let me, because there's no point. Like, what? let me just say, we are excellent at what we do. Which is, right now, the one thing that you think is 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 greater across the church. One of the things. No, I said you had to pick one. and you. I th- can't just pick one. You did. You said that music okay, was music. the thing. Okay, okay, music. We're doing music. Better. Excellent. That's the thing that we're really hammering home, and we are. And so, let me. Let and me, so, the saga we are doing unfolds. We are excellent in what we do. In what we do. But the answer to your second question <laughs> colors <laughs> the first answer a bit. Are you going to chill out? Let <laughs> me chill out. I'm loving this. Keep going. I'm listening. We do. I'm things. giving the side effects because we don't have. You know, we don't. We don't have that added like. <laughs> we don't need <laughs> that. <laughs> You know, the stuff that, that intensifies. Like when you're watching a show and, you know, the, all of a sudden the music starts getting real. Oh, there it is. Yes. All Are right. Are you happy? Oh, wait. So can you chill wait, out now? Wait. Hang on. And here. Wait. Wait. Here we go. I'll give you the cue. And here we go with the lead into the second question. Yeah. All right. Chill out. Do we got more of that stuff going on that I don't know? We got applause? Troy, we're in episode what? And you're just now telling me that we got... we. Troy, you're holding <laughs> out on out. me. I want control you're of that so button. so loud right now. <laughs> I know, I'm Chill excited. Out. I'm like a little kid at Christmas. I'm like, I got it. Troy, you're, I need to control that during our conversations. <laughs> no. There's a reason I did <laughs> There's a reason you're hiding that this from me. We would have so much fun. Man, oh, we need guys... Oh, Troy, right. this is the reason I didn't tell you about. <laughs> Boom. Give me the applause. Yeah, baby. It's RTG. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go ahead. So they told me to I the, couldn't be a comedian. By back the way. to the topic. Back to the topic. This is worse than our whimsical conversation. Oh, man, because I'm pretty sure you sniffed something before you got in here. Well, I don't know what it was. The cleaning lady is in the house right now, and they were using some WD-40 on some hinges. Back to the topic. I think we're doing things excellently. But the answer to your next question of where are we messing up is the accuracy of what we're doing. Like, you sweep those walls really well, but we need you to be sweeping the floor. Ooh. Like, like you're, like, it's perfect. Like, your sweeping technique but, is excellent. But, but we're walking, but, but we're, but you're but we're stepping in crap. The floor. But we're stepping in crap. Yeah. So, so the you music. You can lean on the walls, but your feet will smell like poo so, when you leave. So the music we're putting out is excellent. But are we talking about the right thing? Now, 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 listen, that reminds me. Now, listen, bear with me. It reminds me of a joke that actually fits this conversation. I'm not doing that 
Ba-da-ba. No, 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 you don't have to. But okay. I do like that. I gotta get control of that someday. <laughs> you, you we we would have an awesome, awesome you podcast. So, anyways, um, it reminds me of this analogy of you know, if if everywhere you go, you smell dog poop, you might want to look down at your shoe because you might be the one who stepped in it. And and it makes me think about if we're putting out. I, I know this vernacular isn't the best for some people out there, but I'm kind of raw sometimes around the edges. So I guess either you don't like it or you do. But so I'm going to say the word crap. So better than saying other words. So like I guess the thing is, is even in churches, if you're walking through crap, then that's the odor that you're going to carry around with you. Think about that one. That's kind of deep, isn't it? I'm not talking about the crap. That didn't. I didn't mean it that way. It came out that way. You know what I mean. Oh, that one did deserve it. Oh, now you get. I'm to just control. teasing you. Now. I know, but but think. Well, what you just said made me think about that. The walls are clean, but the floor is dirty. So, yeah, if if we're walking through the muck and the manure, no, no but it's, that's it's, what we smell like no, out there. No, no, no. It's it's the walls need to be clean. You but just so does sweep, the floor. But you just don't sweep walls, like you sweep the floor and you wipe the walls okay so you're sweeping excellently you're just not sweeping in the right spot okay our accuracy is off so our music's good but we're singing about the wrong stuff so then is our music so good yes why if if you're telling me the content isn't so good now because i can still jam to the music and i still have moments and that's good i still have moments at home when i'm listening to you know the story of the pied piper and i still and I still have moments with God that come from the music I'm listening to. You know the story of the Pied Piper? Yes. Well, how's that go? In, uh, in essence. They needed, they needed somebody to get rid of the rats. So he came in, did his flute, and he got all the rats out. And, the, then, sound, and the music sounded good, didn't it? But then they didn't pay him, so he came back. And the music sounded good, right? Yeah, and he let all the children out. And because he, how? Because the music sounded good. And the, and the kids just followed because the music sounded good. And he took them to their demise deep into the forest. Now, yeah, but isn't that time isn't, out, time isn't out. that what you well, were just saying about our Christian time music? Out. Oh, time it sounds it sounds time good. Out. I can I can bebop to it. Time out, time out. Apparently, he played really well. Apparently, he played excellently to the point that it was destructive to the demise of the young people. Okay. Now, now. Okay, music for you is sounding really good in the church, even though the lyrics might be the demise of the young people following it. I'm still trying to figure out why. So that so is the music good or not good? Yes, it's good. If it's to the demise of people listening to it, the result of it isn't good. Okay, but so it can it, still it can still be good music. And I was waiting for you to say that. Like, well, if the accuracy is off, how excellent is it? So how excellent is it? You mean skillfully as a musician, they're playing very skilled music, and their craft is well presented. But now as the We tr- put on a great show at There church. you go. And But is that good? Is that an excellent thing to do? What we do is excellent. The reason we do it is probably not. If the results are severely negative on people, can it be called excellent? 
See, this is the same argument people had. Listen, listen. Hold this on. this so, is the real same. Quick, answer, ask, ask the question again. The question you just asked, ask it again. If the results of what you're doing are really bad, negative to the demise of others, then is it excellent? Yes. This is the same good argument. good is a different is a different I, I, I don't know. This is the same Hold argument on. with Hitler. Excellent excellent I think is different than good. So here here's the argument. Because argu- it's like because if you go like go back into the Bible where I think Peter called Jesus good and he was like Well why do you call me why good? Why do you call me good? Yeah. I think good is a bigger word than okay. we think. So 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 here's the big argument with Hitler. Hitler was an excellent orator. He was an excellent leader of people. He got a, an entire nation to now, fall behind now, him. Now, now, guess what? As much as I conceptually agree with what you said, there would be people arguing with you head to toe, just trying to chew you apart on how evil Hitler was, and no matter what he did... Is the devil good it, at what he does? Like... Is is the devil skilled and does he do what he does excellently? Yeah, he does. You're getting in some deep territory. You're starting to think like me. I don't like this anymore. I'm just saying, like he's he he's you know, been doing this switch, thing for thousands. We need of to switch positions. I need to sit over there. He's you been need to doing sit over this here, thing. and I need to be able to control that that thing you that box like, over there. Good with the buttons. It's good versus evil. Because like when you say something good, I can hit applause. You know, like. Did we win Vietnam? How come you're not hitting applause? Did we win? Did we win Vietnam? I'm fixated on that box that you never let me touch. Now that did I we, know there's sound effects. Did we visit? Did we win the war in Vietnam? No. Why not? According to our American standards, we didn't. Why not? But according, because they knew how to fight over there too. Who? The Viet Cong. Well, according to some historical accounts, we knew how to end the war in a very devastating way and didn't put that type of effort into doing it because hmm. supposedly for whatever reason, we weren't going to lay that kind of gauntlet down. And some would argue that Vietnam is a very um, healthy, vibrant country right now. So in the end did, was that Vietnam situation a good or a bad thing what was it it was at the time it was it was basically it was basically if you would um democracy against communism so and and even though that was a bad analogy because we're gonna go too far down politics no it wasn't wasn't a bad analogy real quick real quick but well the reason i say it's a bad analogy is now we are gonna probably say that vietnam is wrong well the vietnam were the bad guys and we were the good guys i don't want to go down that we're dealing that, with the same so problem right saying. now in Afghanistan. So, so you have a guy who is a marksman, and he uses his skill for the wrong reasons and becomes a serial killer. He was an excellent shot. But so to answer the question, in your opinion, in the world today, the, the the church today the is is excellent in producing music one of the ways yes okay and now you're just talking about like like we now you're just talking about skill set skill set and talent and and execution 
Yeah. Like we like like the sermons we put out. People they put out very very entertaining. Are we shifting now? No, I'm just saying there's there's another another way we're exiting. I don't know. Some of my sermons they just sit there and look at me we real are, quiet. We are You saw him Sunday. Like Stephen Furtick. Dude knows how to talk. Um T D Jakes. You already know how I feel T. D. about Jakes. some of this. T D Jakes. Dude knows how to talk. I, I can listen to him. There are a lot of people that know, like uh, Rich Wilkerson. There's a reason these people have a huge following. There's a reason. Because they're good at what they do. Are they always accurate? Okay. That's up for debate. So the, so the church is doing excellent at producing music that is appealing to the ear. Yes. Okay. And you now are going to flip the coin and say the absolutely thing the absolute thing that the church is doing worse is the same? What do you mean? It's this it's the same topic, music. Yeah. It's the accuracy, that's all. Why? Because too often it's not focused on God. And too often it's focused on me. And what God is going to do for me. Make me feel good. Well, I mean, Jesus went to the cross. Pretty sure that didn't feel too good. Pretty certain. So, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Are you saying that that's something that maybe has leaked into our worship music is um, a lack of godly thoughts? Um, and so we're producing stuff thinking it's good and God might be saying it's not. I, I just want to, how did you come to the conclusion that you're not happy with some worship music content? Hmm. And I think with the smoke coming out of your ears right now, that means you're thinking about this, right? Yeah. The the content. How did you come to that conclusion? I mean, through study. Of? The Word. The Bible. Mm. Now. 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 You, you want to know what I think might be? The number one issue in the church today? You have to answer the first question, though. What do you think we're doing well, and what do you think we're doing not so well? What do I think we're doing? Why do I have to answer that one first? I, 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 I'm laying out the content. You're following along. Okay. Wasn't it that way? I'm not figured, but I mean, just figured start out with some good stuff. Why not end with some good stuff? Or just make sure you have good stuff in there. I can get caught up on just... Picking out the bad stuff. Me personally. I, I, I think to, I have to watch I, I have think to watch out for that. You answered the question that I think is the problem, which is I don't think people are in the word. And I think that is the problem. I think people are partly in the word. I think sometimes, in my opinion, people pull out the parts that they happen to like and want to apply 
and the stuff that's difficult to understand rather than dive into it, or the stuff that's painful rather than dive into it, embrace, or the things that might not maybe necessarily fit their personal agenda has a tendency to get pushed to the side. And then the emphasis gets on segments of the word that are no longer in the true context of the story of God. And I just think, I, I, I don't think I study the word enough. What do you think of that? I, I, I think I'm a failure at studying the word. And yet some people are like, oh, you don't say that about yourself. Oh, you're a great preacher, and uh, you do, you're a great Bible teacher, and we've been in class with you, and, and uh, you are got your master's and your doctorate. And I'm like, I get all that. I get all that. But when I reflect on my own life, I'm like, man, even I am so weak in studying the Word in comparison to some of the greats that I try to get nuggets of wisdom from. And, and, and I, I think, I just, I just think that, um, so this is my issue with what you just said. What? I'm fine with you saying you need to study more, but you don't need to study more because you're comparing yourself to some of the greats. Um, when I say the greats, because we don't know why the greats are the greats. When I, when I say the greats, I'm not talking about the greats that you're seeing on in media today. I'm, I'm not I'm, either. I, I'm I, I consider the greats. Those, those... I'm talking about the father, like the 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 church fathers. Like, why are they great? Just because their stuff lasted longer? Mm, there was depth. Some of these people just the years they spent in prayer and study. Um, I, I, man, I I didn't even come close to. I just I absorb the labor that? that they that they put. But how in. do how how do we know what they did? Well, there's most of them who have kept records of of what they've done and people who know them. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying that I'm just All saying, I'm saying that I want to. I'm just saying, saying that is. if I'm gonna and, and this is what I think is sometimes a problem in my opinion. I'm just saying that if I'm going to throw someone under the bus on an issue, I better be willing to throw myself under the bus. A hundred percent. And that, I think, is sometimes um, an issue in today's church that, that that a lot of pastors, I don't think, are even, from what I've heard, me personally, are not even honest in, in their own weaknesses. Because it's like if I show a weakness, somehow I'm not a great leader. And yet... In our weakness, he's made strong, is what the Bible teaches us. And so many great leaders, they they need to they, they almost got to flex and 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 almost sometimes mandate their authority instead of realizing and and even vocalizing in the right audiences. Sometimes appropriate in a corporate preaching, sometimes at a different level in a corporate staff meeting, or sometimes in a different le- uh, setting um, with, with, with fellow pastors and leaders, being able to just download their own inability and their own weaknesses instead of... Instead, people put... It's like... Pastors I put on such a high pedestal, worship music leaders I put on such a high pedestal, um, and, 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 and when they're there, they're definitely under the microscope, as they ought to be, and yet when failure enters their life, th- there's no room, there's rarely ever any room f- f- for, for healing and restoration 
because we just expected that, oh, well, you have that all under control or you wouldn't be a pastor, and we expected you to have that under control or you wouldn't be a pastor. Instead of, and, and then what happens is, and it happens with music teacher or with music uh, worship leaders as well, they get put on such a high pedestal, and then when it's revealed that they, they're lacking in certain areas of their life spiritually, all of a sudden they yank the rug out from underneath them. And you want to talk about being in the Word, it, it go back to what I just read, where it says, um, when it says in there, let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts, let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will freely pardon. And and how, how in the, it's just, it's just so paradoxical in thought that, that we revere certain qualities in a person, and then we find out that they're human and they're not as strong in those areas as we thought. We 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 yank them down. We 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 metaphorically stomp all over them, and we leave them behind in the dust and move on to the next great thing. So, what do we need to do better, and how do we do it? I I like the we need to be in the word better. How do we do it? Now that's the million dollar question in today's culture. There used to be um, um, a very good understanding of what you can refer to as the oral tradition of Scripture, the idea that that in early times, few people were literate, few people could read. I mean, before the printing press, few few books were even available, and if they were, they were all hand-scribed, and literacy was not a common thing, um, but, the, but the Word of God was. The Word of God was still common and still practiced and still meaning actually orally practiced like um like um um yeah it slips me um um uh, you know my Denzel Washington movie I love um uh, uh the book of uh, uh Eli Eli I love that and and the idea that um if you haven't if you, if you haven't seen it spoiler alert everybody so take and, and turn down the volume it's an old movie but spoiler alert if you've never seen it but the whole fact that he goes through the whole movie and you don't find out to the end that he's blind. And yet this book that he's carrying, you find out at the end is the through the movie is the Bible. And then and then and then we find out that it's 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 the last one supposedly on planet Earth after this uh, uh, great uh, 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 apocalyptic war of some sort with with nuclear weapons and the reviver, survivors that was left and he's got the last known Bible and and it's in braille. And he's blind, and and he gets to to he gets to San Francisco uh, at the end of the movie, and he and he's and he's and he's out on on Alcatraz Island where they have this um, fortress fortified, and they're living there, and they're collecting all kinds of things to to help uh, humanity grow again, and and inclusive of that is the largest library of everything known encyclopedia britannica all that stuff that used to be available easily before social media and and they're looking for the one book that he has and he and it's like do you, we understand you have you have he goes yes i i have i have the 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 book with me it's 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 a little beat up it, it it's a little battered um um but i have it in its entirety 
and he says, can we see it? Well, can we see it? I mean, they just, it's in the King James Version. Can we see it? Can we see it? And he says, uh, get some paper, lots of paper, and just write down word for word everything I say. And then it starts to unfold, and he's sitting there lying down almost in a prayer meditative state as someone's writing next to him. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, and he starts quoting scripture. And as the story of the book of Eli goes, he quotes in this movie the entire Bible, which is hand-scribed, then put through a printing press that they have, and and put on the sh- bound and put on the shelf, and, and 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 basically his entire journey, he was memorizing every opportunity he had to stop. He was running his fingers over the braille, memorizing, memorizing, memorizing the oral tradition of scripture that he could he could quote the entire Bible. Now, as much as that's crazy, there are there are um, there are Jewish people, Jewish boys still today who. Who are who are going into uh, a life as as a rabbi, and at a very early age, they're they're memorizing the Torah, the, and 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 you know that's that's the first the Pentateuch, the first five books, and they're memorizing it at at a, at a young age, getting ready to enter into uh, uh, being a rabbi, and they're still doing that stuff today in the world, and that that boggles my mind. And then I know of people who who have memorized an entire book in the Bible, and that just and it's like wow. But what's the what's the point of that if I have it on my phone? I was reading, what was I reading? I was reading, it was, oh man, I just flipped through it so quick and it's on, I didn't read it in its entirety. I flipped through part of it. But but the idea, someone was raising a question about studying the word and the re, and the, and the, and the, and the, the response was, um, uh, or the argument return was, um, but are they studying it when they're just reading it on the phone? And the idea was, can you really study it? The, an advantage of a Bible that's paper. Now, I, I read my Bible on the phone, but Troy, you know me. You're sitting in front of me now. I got my I got my electronic device on, on one side and my Bible open on the other, and that's how I do it most of the time. Um, so I do use it on the phone, but, but there's a whole different concept when you can flip easily through pages or a chapter and know that you're going to land in a spot and it's a place that you can but do you reference. Think do you think that's just nostalgia because kids nowadays are growing up with ebooks are they studying the word in a way that they can do the same thing if they are fine what do you mean do the same thing where they can quickly move to a chapter or a section or a context or a story and pull out a spiritual truth and if they can i haven't seen it if they can fine but i haven't seen it so the point isn't whether it's are they in the word and it's easy to breeze through something on 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 a screen it's a it's a different thing when you're highlighting it writing notes in the margin connecting it back to another page now now there are people who can do that but not many. And, and, and the answer is we need to teach them how. I don't know the how. I, I don't know the how. I, I, but I do think that part of my concern is 
is are we getting enough of the word? And if we and if not, is that part of the concept as to why sometimes, as you pointed out, lyrics can sometimes in our Christian music can cannot be as accurate or as pointed as they need to be. And sometimes even theologically maybe slightly askew enough to question whether I want that song or not. Some songs are great for you by yourself driving in the car. Right. But it doesn't mean mean it's good corporate worship music. We we are agreeing in kind, which is hard for our audience right now. So we're on we both agree in this area. Which I didn't know Troy was gonna select that, but that's okay. I put him on the spot today. Well, I selected more and you made me stay with music. So I said one thing and you picked it. That's what you and then and then you went to lyrics. Well, I mean And then I said our lyrics are gonna get better when they're saturated in the word. And not just a verse here or a passage here, but contextually, the big picture. Oh, man. Oh, if I could do anything different in my, in my preaching, it would, be to be, it would be to preach more big picture, overarching themes of God instead of so pinpointed at just a, at just a moment, I think. That would be me. Because the story of God from Genesis all the way through the end of Revelation is is really, if you will, the most beautiful piece of orchestrated arrangement that 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 has its crescendos and decrescendos and and its overriding rhythms and its tempo changes and and it's it's a song. And to get buried in the song from beginning to end, and just like a good song, you know, sometimes a good song, you 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 can jump into the verse or jump into like a chorus, and you're like, oh, remember that song? Remember that song? Oh, oh yeah, how how'd it go? Graves to gardens, and the next thing you know, you're going back to the beginning going yeah yeah that verse that's how it starts and and just being caught in the middle with a with a with with a um with a chorus and your heart stirs and next thing you know you find yourself going back and playing and singing verse one and then you're singing verse two sometimes the bible the more you're the more you are engrossed in the bible it's like that song you're like oh remember that part oh oh yeah but Oh, remember the verse? Oh, yeah. How'd that start? And then you, and then your mind rewinds. You go, so, oh, yeah, that's how that started. So, does that make sense? That analogy I gave you. Yes, and so if you want to tell the story better, I think the best storytellers are people who produce things. I don't produce, and that I'm aware of. What? what? So so what so what so what I'm saying is if you want to tell the story are we doing church wrong? If you want to tell the story. But let me go back on what you said. 
people tell me I tell the story good, I, and I'm just saying what people have told me. I, I can tell you my own errors, but I don't know where I'm a producer unless I'm missing something. I'm not understanding that when you said people who tell the story well. Are... No, no, no. So the best storytellers are people like artists, actors, directors, authors. So, so when people tell me I tell the story well, where do I fit into your... No, I'm saying, are we doing it wrong? If those people are the best storytellers, are we oh, telling the story Oh, you're saying if, the, if our worldly view says the best storytellers are those... Yes. Are we telling the story wrong? Sometimes no. Sometimes we're telling it great. Um, the Passion of Christ, um, there were some idiosyncrasies that different denominations would have a, a skew on, but overall, the Passion of Christ was one of the most phenomenal yes, renditions. Yes, of, yes, because it was a movie. But it was done we, well, and, yes, it was, no, and the no, content was even no, solid. Yes, th this is what I'm saying. Is the way we do the tell the story Sunday morning? Is that wrong? Is there an is there better ways of telling the story? Because I don't think we're telling the story anymore. We're just being motivational speakers. All I know is when I grew up and went to church, um, I learned Noah's Ark. I I, I learned. Moses in the Red Sea. I, 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 right. I and then at Cain some point, Abel. at some point, you go to big people church and like you go to adult church and they stop telling the story. Now it's, yeah. Oh, God can give you your car now. And then I remember different hymns growing up. And I remember, which remind me, one of my favorite songs growing up. I heard an old, old story about a Savior come from glory. So should, He made so, the lame to walk again and caused the blind to see. So are we telling the story wrong? That's a good question. That's why I wanted your generational perspective and threw it on you. I think we're doing a horrible, a horrible job. It's all, I, I think... Most of the people, it's now motivational speakers. So, and, and it's not just the church. Like, one of the biggest sections at a bookstore is the self-help um, section. So, RTG, what are you going to do about it? I'm working on that. I have a friend who is an actor. And... I am exploring different ways of telling the story. And I'm trying to figure out how do we bring that into the church. And what's the story? There's the key. What is the story? And what's going to be the focus? There's I mean, a lot of things. It's God's story. We, yeah. There's a lot of things in the world today that I don't want to get caught up argumentatively on. Because if I'm, as a Christian, if I believe that things are going to culminate until finally he comes again, then, then there's some things I, I sh just shouldn't be trying to... To be the activist on, there's things that I need to be just calling people to Jesus on, and I'll. And then you get caught up with the, well, yes, and this is the issue I see with church a lot. It's you're telling me how to get something, and then the world is telling me how somebody's in my way of getting it. Yeah, and for me, it's the Bible is not all about me getting something. I mean, the Bible is all about me forgiving people, loving people. And giving up on earth. And 
dying not, not and dying dep- to myself, but not in a depressing way, and not in a in a, in a in a um, place so, of anxiety. But yes, because this in is a play it. of in a, in a place of freedom with with right. It's like it's like if we're the bride of Christ. And we're giving up certain lifestyles to be the pride of Christ. It's no different than than when a man and a woman get married on earth. As soon as you get as soon as you get married on earth, you're going to give up certain single lifestyles. It's just to be the bride of Christ. The things He wants you to give up are are sometimes bigger than our mind wants to wrap around. And then it's like, well, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't girl. think it's no, I don't think it's. I think we're just selfish. I don't think it's. I don't think it's not too big to wrap our our, our heads around. We just don't want to do it. So, are like, we a Christian? Like, that's not for me to decide. Who? I can't decide if somebody's a Christian or not. I can say, well, I don't think Jesus would do that. But I can't say because I don't know where you are in your walk. You might be doing one area of your life really well. Based on what Jesus tells you to do, while this while this part, eh, you may be working on it. But I think it comes down to, oh, you want that, and you're not going to change your mind about it. The Bible is simple. We were talking about this a little bit, um, like with race and all this stuff. I'm trying to figure out why there's so many books, and everybody's trying to come up with psychology on race and blah blah no like love people and and that's it and when somebody calls you out on it stop being butthurt but then you got to know that there's those who are opposed to our faith who are going to question how christians are supposed to be people of love but they killed so many people in the crusades and then god had them kill people in the old testament i can't do nothing about that okay all I'm saying is, and it's not my job to. And by the way, I, I'm I'm not upset not, about that either because and it's not I'm my the job to. You. It's not my job to correct what what somebody else did. What? It's not my job to correct what somebody else did. What? And it's not my job to hold anybody else accountable for what somebody what? else did. What? You know where we're going with this because we talk about these hard topics, and so for and me, that's it's, sometimes the stale smell in the air and today. I'm, yeah, is no, and I'm going to get. We're supposed to, be, and I'm going to get in trouble. I I think I'm going to get in trouble for the type of things I feel like when I read the Bible. This is what I see God saying. This is what I see God. Oh, doing. and it doesn't line up with the activists and the way they do it. It doesn't. Bingo. And and and. I'm going to get in trouble because there are a lot of people, there are a lot of activists in the churches using the Bible to prove their active, their activism. And it's like, uh, no, the Bible's not about that. Like you got to look at the Bible and you have to let the Bible show you what to do. Not you come up with your idea and then find a scripture in the Bible that, that you can fine tune it. And it gets, it gets on my nerves. The Bible says forgive. And if you're, and I'm I'm gonna take it here, and I I mean it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I I don't want to make light of anybody's situation. But the Bible says forgive. So you gotta forgive, and you gotta be okay with somebody telling you to forgive, for whatever it is, and you can't. And this is why. This is why I'm. I, 
I can say it strongly because I I know I have caused pain in the world. And God forgives me. There you go. For causing pain. And so we're talking about weaknesses. So I'm going to just go there. I, I've dealt with pornography a long time. And I know the ramifications of it. I know that me watching it allows it to continue. And I know the dark road that it wants to go down. I know that porn leads to sex trafficking. And I have to deal with that. The fact that I I didn't always slip up and watch it. Sometimes I wanted to. And I went to it purposely to watch it for self-gratification and thinking about at, how... At the expense of others. At the expense of somebody else. Yeah, and that's what it's got to come down to. And God forgives me. So when somebody does something to me, I got to forgive them. And that's worth an applause. No. Give me the applause. <laughs> Give me the applause. It. I need the applause meter. Don't make me push buttons. A little more. That was a bigger applause than that. No, Come on. I'm, I'm going to start pushing some of them buttons over there. I'm not there. doing it for an applause. Uh, I want the applause. You didn't ask for it. I'm giving it to you. Uh, okay. Oh, man. And I applauded a whole lot longer than what you pushed <laughs> that button for. And I heard that some people really loved your funny story when you were part of the conspiracy of stealing some guy's bike so and well, i then wasn't they, a part of they, a conspiracy uh, well I, I say conspiracy you know it wasn't you a got, conspiracy I, it I'm really just, happened i, I just know wasn't a part and you of were it. part of the whole plan and i wasn't part of the plan man, you you rode away with the getaway bike and everything while he took the stolen bike man you was just part of it man you had the getaway bike and you got away and and I hope that kid forgives me. And then and then when you saw it, you didn't even go like, Well, I better take this dude's bike back. No, you just like, Oh well, you snooze, you lose. You didn't leave your bike in the front yard. Now because of you, we have bicycle locks on our bikes. Because of me. Because of you. Not everybody else that's No, nope, it's all because of you. All because of me. Uh, I just want you to take the hit and take the blame. Say gotcha. I'm sorry, it was my I'm fault. Cool with that. Oh, man. So out of that, someone suggested to me, a couple of people suggested to me, um, man, Troy must have more funny stories. They heard two already. You and the you and the turtle that you abandoned after taking him in and then threw him out on the street alone and then now, now conspiring to steal some poor kid's bike. Um, so back in elementary school, I didn't learn my lesson right away. So I don't know how it was at everybody else's school, but there was a big rule of not picking up rocks and sticks. And like at recess and stuff, can't do it because people get hurt. Well, a kid threw something at me, hit me in the face. A rock or a stick? It was like a small piece of wood. I don't know if it was like a, like a stick, but he threw something at me, hit me in the face. It was like a small scratch. But I was like getting mad at like. Don't get mad, get even. Well, I picked up a bigger stick and chucked it at him. And it hit him right below the eye. Man, so you were like one of and, the people in the... In, you were like a gangster then. And like blood is gushing out of his Man. eye. And then they make a big deal about it, obviously. I mean, almost gouged Does that make you out. a gangbanger? No, what? Anyway. Um, and so they brought me in. I was like, why'd you do it? Well, he threw something at me. 
And then the two wrongs um, make it right. Did you get that one? I no, used to get that all the time. I don't, I don't remember. Um, and it was just a big rule of you're not supposed to be picking up rocks and sticks. And so after I got my talking to, they took me back outside, and somebody was like, "Well, Troy, which stick did you throw at him?" And so I picked the same stick back up, and a teacher was watching, and probably went through her head like you're you, gonna do you it just, again you just don't learn your lesson it, and then i went back inside yeah. and that's when they gave me uh a, like a, a a spanking Ooh, you got spanked in school yeah it was it was, a, it was like a small christian like it was a small oh, school man. uh small church school so you went to a school where they beat you well it wasn't that big a deal and you know the bad they, part about it you know you know the bad part about it was I, I was in second grade and i yeah my second grade teacher was in the principal's office when I was getting spanked. And then the next day, she said in front of everybody something to the extent of, yeah, Troy got a spanking yesterday, and he made a bigger deal, a bigger deal than what it was. And I was like, you didn't have to, you didn't have to say all of that. Humiliated. Humiliation. And man. You know, I've been humiliated a lot by teachers. I have too. There was another time where a teacher, seventh grade, I thought we had Miss, happy, we were Miss happy Micah. stories. Miss Micah. There's a and problem. She she it was like a like a a rough draft or whatever. And she stood up in front of the, the whole class and she said, And Troy, I used your rough draft for other classes to show kids what not to do. Isn't that great? Like what? Like There you go. And now we know why Troy is Troy. That's all. We're done today. That's why Troy is Troy. We're out of here. For those two moments. There you go. So you know everything about well, that and your abandoned moments. That and your abandoned turtle that's probably starved to death when you and then the the bicycle you helped steal and, and now find out you're you're a gangbanger throwing I don't know, weapons and gashing open faces and and getting caught probably the second time around, and they stopped you just in time before someone got an eye. Man, you're just hardcore. Anyway. You just rolled your eyes at me, too. Because you're... Anyway. A jerk? What were you going to say? Uh, No, you're, you're not a jerk. You can be a jerk. Okay. You can be. But sometimes. I love you. Bye. Maybe I love you. Bye. Well, we love you guys. Now, bye.